What do you do when life brings you down? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Han and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Later in the show, you'll hear from Valerie McKay, who is severely depressed after her mother died. You know, that could bring anyone to a depression. I remember when my aunt, who I was very close to, she passed away and it really wrecked my world and even my cousins. Mm. And as I went through life, it was very difficult to get back into feeling joy or being able to focus on anything. And I kept thinking about that heartache and pain that I was going through. And I remember there were some key things that really helped me to overcome in my life. How about you, Ann? Have you ever experienced some type of heartache and pain that brought you to a point of just feeling really down or depressed? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we all do. I think that this life is difficult. It's Mm -hmm. not easy. Jesus said it in John chapter 16, verses 33. He said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. And then he says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm. You know, someone out there is going through depression right now. And they're saying, gosh, it's so hard. I feel like I'm moving through mud. But I have a word for you. Yes, you're having trouble, but take heart. Jesus, who has the power, and he has overcome this world, Mm -hmm. will help you to overcome this depression. That's so true. When we put our focus on Jesus, everything changes. And what I found for myself is keeping my eyes on him is number one. But the other thing is helping myself to refocus on others. Instead of my circumstance and what I'm going through, how can I help someone who might be going through this or something similar that I've been through? And when my eyes get off of me and on others, I start to feel joy again and peace, like I'm doing something with my life. And it's amazing how that can change my own circumstance. And the other thing is just starting to praise the Lord because God inhabits the praises of his people and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So as we are seeking him, he brings us joy and having thanksgiving because sometimes we start to think about what we don't have instead of what we do have. So I've had to, throughout my life, write down lists of what I'm thankful for, what I have, and who I'm here to live for. Because after my aunt died, I was thinking, why am I even here? But there are so many people here that we have to live for. We have a purpose in our lives that we have to fulfill, and we have to focus on those things instead of the negative things. Yeah, well, you know, in Psalms 34, 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. That is so true. And if that's you, my friend, take heart. Know that the Lord is with you. Let's hear from Valerie after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us is Valerie McKay, and she suffered severe depression where she was Mm. angry, bitter, sad, and just wondered, is God even there? And if so, why isn't he helping me? Let's welcome to the show, Valerie. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah, so I understand that at 42 years old, you received Jesus, you became a Christian, and you started really just seeking the Lord and serving Him. However, you ran into a few things in your life that really caused some hardships in your heart. You had postpartum depression, and you also experienced the loss of your mother. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how it made you feel? Yeah, I was definitely postpartum depression. My mom was dying of cancer while I was pregnant. And I was just feeling very sad, very alone. I remember, why am I alive? Why am I here? If God's out there, why aren't you here? Mm -hmm. And right now would be a good time to show up because I just didn't know what else to do, where to turn, who would understand. It was just a very dark time. Mm. You know, it can be a very lonely place where you feel like no one understands and no one can help you. I know I've experienced depression myself and it's very difficult. Tell me a little bit about the things that you experienced as you would be at home. Was it hard for you to sleep? Were you crying all the time? Was it hard to engage with others? What does the face of depression look like for you? It was just always a battle. Life was a battle. Everywhere I turned, it was just hard, you know, and I was tired. I just remember getting home and carrying my baby in the house with the groceries and just being exhausted. Like I just ran a marathon and it was just, you know, drop them off at daycare, go to work, get them from daycare, come home. Because I was a single parent at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was dying. I talked to her on the phone the night that she did die. And then it just got darker after that. Mm. And Mm. that is very difficult when you're dealing with so many things at once and grief. There's such a process that people go through and everyone handles loss differently. And did you just overcome it? Did you get counseling? What were you doing in that time? During that time, actually, I had signed up to be a chaplain at a church. I was going to a church at the time, just searching, you know, searching for answers And so I started in this chaplain training program, and what I needed was healing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I found serving others, I got through my pain. Wow. And you were starting to teach classes on forgiveness, but yet in your own heart, you were very bitter and angry. And it's so interesting because there are a lot of people who do ministry, they're ministers, they're helping other people, but sometimes they suffer in silence. But even through their ministry, they can actually get healing. And you were starting to feel a little bit of that. But there was a point where you just said, where are you, God? And if you're real or if you're there, just show up. Tell me about that moment. Well, actually, it's very clear in my mind the night because we were having uh, feet washing at the church as a ceremony, showing other chaplains how to be a servant. And we had the people at the front of the place and we were washing their feet. And I had a moment to where I just felt closer to God than I had ever felt before. And it was experience that changed my life. And I remember saying, God, if that's you, you know, right now would be a good time to show up because I was just so at that place to where I just needed something and I was grabbing for him. Mm. Yeah. So after you said, God, if this is you, I could really use you right now. Like I really need you right now. You had another experience that really changed your life and is a very encouraging one. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, actually, I had just put my son to bed and I was laying at the end of the bed and I had an experience, dream, vision, Whatever it was, it was actually on my birthday. 
And my mom always made my birthday really special. Mm. There were some things in the newspaper in my hometown for unusual childbirth. The 12th day, the 12th month, the 12th street, the 12th hour, the 12th minute, and the 12th second in a good Samaritan hospital. It's in the paper in my hometown. And my mom always made it special. So that night, I told God I didn't care about my birthday Mm. (laughs) because my mom wasn't there. Mm. So in that vision dream, I got to see my mom and where she was. And the place was indescribable. I didn't want to come back. Wow. And she was there. And she says, there's my baby. And I got to see her. And I knew where she was. And then when I woke from the vision or the dream, I heard a voice that said, happy birthday. Wow. Mm. What a special, special birthday. And when that happened to you and you encountered what seems like was heaven, you know, seeing your mom and experiencing that peace and not wanting to come back from that dream or that vision, how did you feel after you woke up? I mean, did the depression leave you? or The depression was gone. Joy had came into my life. I had peace about it. And the next day, the heaviness that I had was gone, wow. completely gone, to where it was like a new day, a new life, a new chapter, this new baby. And it just was an amazing feeling that that vision or that experience had started me on another half of life. Mm. Wow. And now you have hope to help others who are going through that as you do work and outreach and all of those things. And, you know, there are people who are listening now who maybe never had an experience with God. Maybe they don't even know if he's real or they're mad at God. And some people are embarrassed to be mad at God or even to admit it, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're mad or angry with God, but it does happen. What would you say to someone right now, Valerie, who's struggling with depression, maybe grief, loss, who really just needs hope and help? What would you tell them? I would tell them there is hope. There is a God. In my moment of weakness, when I said, God, I wish you would show up right now. Where are you? And he did. And, you know, this comes from a cocktail waitress living on her own, 17, you know, going to high school, living on my own, a party animal. I always tell people, you know, if he did it for me, he'd do it for anybody because he loves you and he loves us. And I know he's a gentleman and he waited for me to ask. Mm. And I think that's the key. Ask and you shall receive. And maybe there's someone listening that just needs to ask God to show up in their life to help them to get free from depression or the grief that they're carrying or whatever they're struggling with. Just ask. And that's what you did. And he came through. And I'm believing that for our listeners. Thank you so much, Valerie, for sharing with us. May the Lord continue to bless you and help inspire other people, encourage them that they too can be free from depression and the pain that they suffered. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. You know, this is a story of how we all come to a point in our desperate need when we're really seeking and searching. We're not all willing to ask the hard questions, but for some who are listening right now, you're saying, you know, I'm at that spot. I'm at the spot where I really want to ask the deep, hard questions. God, where are you? Are you real? How do I connect to you? How do I find you? You know, in your deepest, darkest times, you may shout out maybe an arrow shot prayer and you seem to get nothing back. But the way to get that connection is when you connect through the right source. It's all about the source. And according to the Bible, when we connect through Jesus, you get a direct connection to God himself. Mm. So Jesus, we just call out to you. For those who are saying, I'm making an arrow shot prayer and I'm not hitting anything. I'm at that desperate time. Jesus, we make that desperate plea to you. Jesus. Jesus, we don't have to say, where are you? We know you're here. 
We take a moment to receive you, to believe in you, and to ask you to guide us to what the next step is for our lives. Mm -hmm. And we know, Lord God, that you will show us the next step in our lives when Mm -hmm. we follow you. So we take a moment to just reconnect to you Mm -hmm. and ask you to come into our lives and bring healing and answers Mm -hmm. in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, please set those free who are suicidal or depressed because you have the power to do it as we call out to you. I know you'll come through. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.